Oh, g'day there, and welcome to the rewrap for Wednesday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking Breakfast on News Talk ZB and a sillier package. I am Glenn ZB, and this morning, uh, the geez, job market's weird, isn't it? Eh? So weird. People just sort of not really wanting to work the way they used to, not happy with just doing a job they hate, wanting to get paid more. So weird. Uh, supermarket crime on the up and up and up. And uh, nothing to be done about that either. And why is China still locking everything down when nobody else is? But before any of that, this uh, KiwiSaver tax. Oh, sorry, not a tax. Well, not a new tax. It's just a... What is it? Once again, you know, I find myself a bit confounded by the government that seems at heart basically dishonest. Can they argue the GST treatment on KiwiSaver fees is not a new tax, given they said there would be no new taxes? Yes, they can. GST is not a new tax. But are you paying more tax because of the government's move on KiwiSaver fees? Yes, you are. So has the tax take gone up because you're paying more tax? Yes, it has. And so we dance, I guess, on the head of a pin. We all know what this is. It's just a matter of whether we can be bothered yet again dealing with a bunch of reprobates who say one thing and do another. Excise tax on petrol isn't a new tax. We've been here before. Brightline taxes on lengths of time and investment properties. No, they're not new taxes. Just more egregious versions of the established methods of fleecing Maybe, come the election next year, we should not ask about new taxes, but ask whether that whatever they say around things like tax bears any semblance of truth, or whether we should just take basically everything they say with a grain of salt because they've got BS down to a fine art. That's before we get to the fact that it will be inflationary given the tax and the cost will be passed on and therefore we pay more and of course save less. And the saving less is the stupidest part, because KiwiSaver was of course supposed to be this country's ticket out of the absurd reliance we have on the pension and its increasingly crippling effect on the tax base. I'm of the mind that the government has worked out that it's lost next year and is increasingly fatalistic about its options, therefore goes for broke. They are, of course, actually broke, which is why the tax move, the numbers that they will haul in are astonishing, and the amount you will lose for your retirement is pretty bad as well. So the policy mix now is made up of stuff like three waters and co-governance, which wasn't mentioned at all as part of the election campaign last time, and stuff that sort of was, but we can get around it anyway. Such a classy government, aren't they? So much honesty, so much transparency, so much openness. If you're one of the 50% who voted for this, surely you've worked out by now how bad the con was. Although, if you're like me, when you make a bad decision, you'll, you'll go a long, long way down the road before admitting that you've made a bad decision. And you'll, you'll keep justifying it, keep arguing your case, even though you know you're wrong. That's one of the annoying things about me, and I hope you're not like me. Uh, now, let's uh, move on to the, um, the job market. Um, yeah, volatile time, can't, can't argue with that. Right, so as someone uh, who's been in the workforce a while and seen a lot of change, my great fear is what we're currently going through is going to end in a lot of tears. Now, the employers and manufacturers have a new survey, right? 25% of us are changing jobs this year. 78% want flexi hours and hybrid working. 74% want career development. 73% want feedback. Now, those last two things I'm not sure have changed all that much. I mean, don't we all want to get ahead? Don't we all want the wage rise, the new role, the new title? Number one uh, problem, though, at the moment, though, number one, stress. 63% understaffing. That's the stress factor. Not surprised. It's a nightmare. Uh, The board of the government's immigration policy, the lack of labour, now several years old in terms of impact, is crippling the economy. And those of us surrounded by the gaps that aren't being filled have to deal with it every day. But the churn rate of staff, according to another survey, is insanity on a stick. Turnover is nationally, at the moment, 58%. 
8%. Before the pandemic, it was 10. It's it's gone from 10 to 58. Now, here's the issue. Young people especially have entered a world of limitless work. Now, you, 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 you truly have to be hopeless these days not to get a job. The concept of being unemployed is completely foreign. I've seen it with our kids. Holiday work, job to job, industry to industry, starting their own businesses. None of it is or has been a problem for them, but it will be. This madness, and that's what it is, this madness will end. And when it does, there'll be a pile of people who won't know what's hit them. There are people getting pay rises for no reason. They will be overpaid and underqualified and they will be in real trouble. The idea that you can just hop from job to job ultimately will be found not to be fulfilling. A new job is not an answer unless it's part of a plan. The job hopping these days isn't planned. It's sport. Sport driven by opportunism and the desire for more and free money. Somewhere in there, lost on too many, is the idea of thrill and challenge and fun. Doing what you love has never been about money or swapping jobs or dabbling to keep yourself amused. You're at work for a hell of a long time. you got to love what you do. If it all comes down to is the grasses greener and another payday and whether you can stay at home for two days a week, in the big picture, you will let yourself down because once the music stops and the chair you're looking for, the one you've really always wanted, isn't there, all your quiet quitting and your big resignation and your hybrid working will be seen as those mad old days of the early 20s when people drop their priorities, dreams and aspirations and basically went nuts. Or did they just reevaluate their priorities and realize that people had had the wrong priorities for a long time? Just I'm just throwing that out there. I'm sure I'm wrong. I usually am. Uh, anyway, stop asking for pay rises everyone. You're ruining the economy. Now, back to that inflation. Do you know how much more you're earning? On average, $743 more per month. That's how much wages in this country have gone up. Are we producing more? No. But you're getting $743 extra per month. That's that's an average of about 10% a year. We can't afford that. And this is where this is all going to end in tears. Eventually, the person who's paid you the extra 10% is going to work out that their profit's gone and they're going to need to start laying some people off, which, of course, is what Adrian wants at the end of the day. 2.3% more jobs were filled in July. 0.5% seasonally adjusted from June to July. Tasman and Otago, fastest increases. Number of jobs in electricity, gas, water, waste services has increased 8.3% in the year. Uh, construction, 4.8%. Ag, forestry, fishing, down 25 1.1% down for accommodation, hospo, food services, stuff like that. But you can't have the economy the way we're running it at the moment, going nowhere, and suddenly people are earning $743 extra per month having done literally nothing apart from go to the boss and say, hey, can I have another 700 bucks? Or going to the boss and saying, hey, unless you give me $700, I'm going across the road and I'll earn $700 more there. That's how mad this whole thing is. I've got to say, it's frustrating to hear this, given that I am not earning any more than I was this time. Um, you know, last year, I don't think. I don't remember. Why haven't I got a pay rise yet? I... I'm, I'm not really asking you. I'm just hoping that my boss is listening. Uh, Otherwise, it might get to the point where I just have to walk out of the supermarket with my trolley and not pay. This is the weirdest thing. Police are not investigating. So a bloke at a supermarket in Auckland the other day, countdown in supermarket in in Meadowbank, which is a suburb of Auckland, um, walks out, trolley full of goods, just walks out. Nobody does anything about it because everyone's afraid of criminals these days. The police now, we find out, are not investigating are because the supermarket countdown is saying that they didn't call the police, that they've got a number of security measures to detect and prevent such 
prevent such actions. What does that mean? They they ha- they can have nothing. Are they a, they afraid of the criminals as well? Do they not want the attention because they have no security measures at all? They have security measures to prevent people from committing the crime. But once the crime has been committed, which it has, what what can they do under law? Nothing. They're not going around to the bloke's house and saying, "Give me my groceries back," or they're not you know grabbing him and sticking him in the chiller overnight to teach him a lesson, are they? They're not allowed to do that. So why aren't the supermarkets calling the police? And if the supermarkets don't call the police, it'll be the police who are blamed because we'll say, why haven't you done anything about it? And they'll say, well, we weren't called. So maybe we're our own worst enemies. The really unbelievable thing about this story is that the guy could get his supermarket trolley out of the supermarket unheeded, uninhibited, uh, because without being stuck at the back of a queue. Like, they seem to be so short-staffed, certainly at my supermarket these days, that you've got to queue for at least three trolleys before you get... So it's not like you can just wander through. Anyway, logistically, I'm just saying, it's tricky. Uh, we're going to finish up here uh, looking up towards China. Uh, can we have our stuff, please, China? Like, what are you... Are you back at work? What's happening there? I do not get China... I'm probably not the first person to say that, but um, they've got further lockdowns. This is COVID. They're still obsessed with COVID. We're allegedly going to be in two weeks in Cabinet looking to go to green. The day we go to green is the day I'll walk out of here and go to the beach, for goodness sake. That's never happening, but I'll come back to that later in the program. So uh, southern tech suburb or hub of Shenzhen, southwestern Chengdu, uh, northwestern port of uh, Dialin, some of these places you've heard of, it doesn't really matter. There's millions of people. They're delaying the start of the school year. They've got a dynamic COVID zero policy still going. Shenzhen district of Longhua, two and a half million people, closed the entertainment venues, closed the wholesale markets, suspended large events. People must show proof of a negative test within 24 hours to enter residential compounds. Restaurants are limited to half capacity. Similar measures Monday covering three other districts affecting over six million people in Shenzhen. How long is this going for? How long can they realistically, given all the economic problems they've got, Lock people down, what, forever? When's this stopping? It's insane. It's affecting the whole world. It's affecting them sooner or later, presumably. There are people in China not paying their mortgages at the moment because the housing market's collapsing. How long before Xi sits there and goes, actually, this isn't working for us? They receive, They seem to be the only country left in the world that's taking this stance. And ultimately, I think it means that Taiwan is winning the little stash between China and Taiwan at the moment because... Certainly, as far as I'm concerned, I I got something delivered from Taiwan yesterday, uh, and it it arrived two days early. It wasn't supposed to get here till tomorrow. So, go Taiwan. I'm Glenn ZB. It's all about me. Uh, (laughs) That was the rewrap, and we'll do it again tomorrow. It'll be delivered more or less on time. Don't don't pressure me. (laughs) 